Parry, and this is my co-host Kirsty Logan. Hi, Heather. And this is season two. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Hooray! <laughs> Hope you had a good September. Yeah. How are you? Rested? Calm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. Glad to hear pretty it. Good. <laughs> that was to the listeners, but also you yeah. as well. How are you? Thanks. Kirsty? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And I hope everyone's really. Leaning into October already, mm. you know, getting their Halloween on. You know, we all love a creepy story, so I hope you're reading a spooky story every day, watching lots of creepy things. You're like the minute it turns October, <laughs> you're Halloweening, aren't you? I'm like the minute it stops being summer. I'm like, <laughs> is it Halloween yet? Are yes, we, please. Is it? Is it Halloween? Is, is it Halloween? Is it, is please, Halloween can it be Halloween? <laughs> Thank you. I would like it to be Halloween now. So, speaking of spooky, <gasps> we are getting so spooky today. What book are we doing? <laughs> we are doing The Mall by Richie Tankersley Cusick. Tell me about this cover. Well, as I think a lot of our listeners will remember, because most people seem to recall this and have read it several times and remember reading it several times, it's hands down the best, and that's not a pun, the best <laughs> cover of any point horror we've had so far. You've got three mannequin hands, uh, hanging down with their sort of... Or two uh, mannequin hands. <gasps> two mannequin hands, mm-hmm. hadn't even noticed. Hanging down with bangles on or whatever. And then <gasps> a corpse's mm-hmm. hand, uh, which is <clears throat> definitely very obvious. And I didn't just notice Aww, when you pointed that out then. Mate. I know, <laughs> sorry. But I like the whole... Like the letters are in... It says the mall in dripping gold. Mm-hmm. Um and like the color scheme is great. It's like green and then like a really vibrant green around the mm-hmm, hands and mm-hmm. the shirt she's wearing is green and I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, and the, the tagline is cool, isn't it? The tagline says, Shop till you drop dead which is good. Is it? Oh, I think so. Okay. Compared to some. I mean compared to some. I like this book. I remember loving this as a kid actually and thinking it was really scary. Mm. It is. Sorry, that's me drinking yeah, my I know. coffee. I know. I, I know. If if you hear any weird noises, it's because we just got lovely coffee. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I still thought it was quite scary, actually. Me too. It was mm-hmm. quite scary. But anyway, let's leap straight in because there is so much plot, so much fucking plot. Here we go. Trish Summerfield works at the food court in Muffin Mania. Guess what it sells. <laughs> Her bestie, Nita Hansen, works in a trendy clothes shop. And they are at the food court at Trish's job. They stress about getting fat. Oh, my God. Oh, Shut yeah. Oh. Uh, and then they eat muffins, which I'm like, mm, okay, can't have it both ways. Um, Trish, <laughs> I love this. So Trish hands the muffins to Nita, quote, pausing a moment to ponder the register, <laughs> which I feel like is the new... Um, Oblivious, she, she ate a yogurt. <laughs> Paused a moment to ponder. Ponder the register. Also, like pondering hmm. what about it? Hmm. The register. That's what I imagine that to be. Hmm. hmm. Like she's like a dog that's heard something. She's <gasps> like <gasps> the, the register. register. 
A receptacle for cash. <laughs> what be it? My God. <laughs> Although anyway. she doesn't know what it is. The register. So, what is this? What is this thing? So then Nita says, hey, did you know weird things have been happening in the mall? My manager arrived to open the shop, but the doors were already open and Frida, her <laughs> colleague, was missing. <gasps> Blood point. Blood point number one. Blood point siren. Woo. Blood, 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 blood point. Yeah, so that's our setup. I can't believe I'll let you get past the start um, without talking about the monstrous use of ellipses in the prologue. <laughs> um, this, is, this is the prologue, first paragraph. It was a game of his, dot, 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 standing in the store window, dot, 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 hiding among the mannequins as if he were lifeless too, and one of them. And then a bit later on. Hours and days and weeks and months were sitting there in his room, dot, 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 in the cool, damp, dark, dot, dot, dot. And he would stare for hours and hours on end, not moving so much as a muscle, just staring, dot, dot, and thinking, dot, 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 just dreaming of her. Oh, God. This whole book could be called dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Monstrous ellipses. The New Point Horror from Kirsty Logan and Heather Perry. there's actually a video on youtube that's called dot 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 that always makes me laugh that it's a review of a kind of so there was a joke app game and someone obviously didn't realize the game was a joke and did an angry review of it but they've got someone to read the review out in a kind of dramatic shakespearean fashion and it's like full of typos and stuff and he says the words as they're written and it always makes me laugh so there's a bit where he goes and it does it in this really and it's the music that goes you know that it's really dramatic so it's like uh my favorite bit is it goes purple think this review is worthles (laughs) (laughs) and it just makes me laugh so much but every need cheered up i think about that or i go and watch that video that sounds anyway, great. It's great. It's very silly. I love a silly wordplay. Anyway, speaking of a book with no silly wordplay or humour, <laughs> let's get back to the mall. <laughs> so then we meet Trish's manager, Bethany. <sighs> Bethany is giving her evils. Oh my God. But, guys, look at Pizza Park. Because everything's got to have an alliterative name, apparently. <laughs> Muffin Mania and Pizza Park. What could it sell? Park, a whole park of pizza. It's like, but shops are trees. But restaurants aren't called that. McDonald's isn't called like Burger Bar. Yeah. Yeah, good point. KFC isn't called Chicken Chair. Cottage. There chicken is a place called There kitchen. is a chicken cottage. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, that is. Anyway. Um, okay, so working at the pizza park is Storm Reynolds. Oh. Yes, in case you think. That my accent is difficult to understand at that point. I did say Storm. Storm? His name is Storm. He must be a gladiator. <laughs> oh my god! Right, I'm pretty sure there was a gladiator was. called Storm. Wasn't he like the sexy one? I think he might have been. Oh, no, that was Hunter. Oh, he was not. Well, I oh, didn't no, yeah. think he was Wait, sexy. Wait, I'm thinking but... of Wolf. <laughs> Wolverine. Wolf. Wolf. No, no, Wolf. Wolf. You're right, it was Wolf. I'm thinking X-Men. <laughs> Fucking hell. Man, no, they're all we the same. We really need these coffees. <laughs> Can I describe... <laughs> They look all the same. Speaking of men who all look the same, can I describe Storm Reynolds to you? Oh my god, please do. He was tall, well over six feet, and slender but well built, with broad shoulders and leanly muscled forearms. As he leaned forward to slide some trays of pizza into the ovens, 
His thick, dark hair fell over his forehead, and a sh fine sheen of sweat shone across his high cheekbones. I'm going to say this. Storm Reynolds is the ultimate other. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, Bland not a meatloaf. Yeah. Oh, I think he sounds quite hot. But, like, blandly. I really like tall guys, though. So it's just the phrase, well over six feet, is enough to get you wet? Yeah. Well, all right. I don't even care what the rest is. He's got dark hair. I don't even hair. care if he's on stilts. He's got he's tall and he has arms <laughs> and shoulders. And his dark hair falls yeah, over his tall, forehead. he's tall, though. But he's, he's tall, that is true. And he has got shoulders and arms and hair. I mean, what more could How one could ask? you describe him as bland? <laughs> How could anyone? Well, okay, he is blandly handsome. The he's that kind author. of like... He'd be in like a 90s gum advert or like a jeans yeah. advert. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, but I still thought he sounded quite hot. Clearly, it's been a while since I've found a man attractive. Because yeah. I was just like, mm, he sounds sexy. I'm a tall human man. Mm. He's tall, you say? Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. I'm going to go to Pizza Park. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Pick I don't a know. slice off I the was, bush. I was tired or something. Awesome. What, what the fuck? <laughs> you weirdo. Let's go with Pizza Park. But... Anyway, <sighs> so then Nita says... That, hey, Trish, a guy is staring at you. A guy who's reading a newspaper with sunglasses on. I like that. Okay. That like, makes a lot of sense, Nita. That's definitely the kind of guy I've always dreamed about. One who sits inside and reads his paper with sunglasses on. I've noted I really like Trish. Yeah, at this point I was like, I like her. See, there's this thing about this book. I feel like it draws you in. Because the first kind of half to even two-thirds of the book is quite good and it fucking falls apart at the end. Or it... falls apart or gets even gooderer. <laughs> no, it gets worserer. <laughs> what are you talking about? But you like, and we're not even going to say what it is, but you like the thing that this is a clear rip-off of, don't you? The musical. With the, that's a oh, clear yeah, rip. I really you do, do like yeah. it. And I haven't seen it. So... Oh, it's so good. Well, I think that's why you like it. Anyway, so... Um, I didn't even pick up on that. Oh, well. What? I know. What do you mean you didn't pick up on I it? It's the whole point of the book. I was thinking of the movie Mannequin. So you didn't understand the cover. <laughs> you didn't understand the plot. Did you read a different book? <laughs> Wait, are we doing a point horror book here? I just was consumed with the movie Mannequin while I was reading this. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, but it's, this has nothing to do with the movie yeah, Mannequin. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, anyway. Okay. So I read this book anyway, even if Heather read, <laughs> just watched Mannequin and then had a daydream. Um, so anyway, uh, I was going to call her Bethany. That's not her name. Trish. So then Trish sneaks Nita another muffin. And I mean, I like food and I'm not fat shaming here. She's already given her two muffins. Does she need three muffins? Oh, do you ever need three? What's need? <laughs> You'll come I one, mean, three. I've, I've done it before. Like... You, because you know the jam, the terrible jam donuts that are like eighty pence for a bag. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're vegan. You probably haven't had them, but I love them. They're like I haven't had them for quite a long time because I know they're horrendously bad for you. But I love them. Get me a bag of four jam donuts. I'll fucking eat all four, and then I'll feel like a piece of shit. That's like because it's too much sugar for you. It's that's too much. That's like pre-veganism, Heather. Near a plate of profiteroles. Like, no control. I no. Uh, uh, what? Hello? I don't really like pastry. I, I wish you could have like seen my shoe. face then. That was your, like, <laughs> what, what the, the fuck, fuck is What's wrong you? with you? Yeah, okay. What? Shoe pastry, melted chocolate, and cream on the inside? Like, there's literally no more perfect I don't food. like shoe pastry, and I don't like that 
um, cream that they use, the like it tastes chemical to me. I don't oh, like it. Well, you've just had a shit profiterole. Maybe I right? have. Maybe I've just had a cheap profiterole. You should have got the M&S that has stack. the like waxy. The pastry's like waxy, and the chocolate's waxy. I don't like it. Don't make me go to the extent of learning how to make shoe pastry <laughs> and making you a stack of really good profiteroles. Okay then, get me jam donut instead. It's my absolute favorite. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I would eat three mm-hmm. jam donuts, but then I would feel like just awful. Muffins are heavy as well. Well, I know. I oh, think they're like a muffin is like quite big. Mm. I w- you wouldn't be able to eat three. They're growing girls. You could have three, like if it was like a little sweetie or like a mini profiterole, you could have three of them, easy. I don't know if you could have three full-size muffins. Could if you? it was a profiterole, I could have about 15. But, <laughs> I mean, um, here's me saying that I couldn't and then I would happily eat four jam donuts. Yeah, like grown full-size girls. ones. I think yeah, you okay. need them. Fair enough. Um, Full of bran. So then Bethany gives her a hard time for really no apparent reason. And then somebody orders a muffin. Let me describe the person who orders a muffin. Okay. So it starts with a hand. She sees the hand first holding out the money. So she says, She lifted her eyes from the pale, smooth palm. She saw a long, wispy beard on a pointed chin. Long, flowing hair that hid much of a gaunt face. And where the eyes should have been, only a pair of dark glasses. Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson. It's like Michael Jackson, but with a Gandalf beard, is what I'm picturing. Improvement. Well, yeah, that's true. That's what I'm thinking. She's also really baffled by this concept of glasses. Helplessly, she stared into the two dark circles and saw her own puzzled reflection staring back at her. I mean, if they're mirror glasses, that but is also, quite confusing. Have you never seen someone with glasses on before? Yeah. She's like looking at the glasses, being like, What are, what these? are these circles? What are these little dark circles in front of this person's eyes? What's. I don't understand. It's making me look at yours really funny now. Like, like oh why, my god. Why, why do I have tiny glass circles in front of my eyes? Why is she protecting her eyes so aggressively? <laughs> What does she think's going to happen? What's she hiding behind those pieces exactly. of glass? Exactly. Although someone told me they're not actually made out of glass. Glasses. They're made out of plastic. Because I always have this slight fear. Not, not that I'm neurotic. Yes, I am massively neurotic. I sometimes worry that my glasses will smash and cut my eyes. But then someone was like, they're not... You can even hear. Listen. Oh, yeah. That's how they're tapping my glasses. They're not made out of glass. They're made out of they plastic. Be. Why aren't they called plastics? Because uh, I guess they used to be made of glass. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the idea of changing the name, though. I'm quite resistant to change sometimes, <laughs> and that's one of the ones that's making me feel uneasy. <laughs> hmm. I don't like it. Let's stick with glasses. Okay, let's stick with glasses. Or face adornments. That's better. Yes. Fadornments. Face hiders. I always... Do you ever, like, do a joke and then you're like, this joke isn't really working? Do a joke. And usually if I get new glasses and someone says, oh, nice glasses, I always go, thanks, they help me see. And then I'm like, it's not as funny as it sounds in my head. But sometimes uh, the sheer repetition of something makes it funny. Like, Mm. my boyfriend doesn't drink, so often when we're in a bar, he'll have a glass of water. And he always does this thing where he turns around and holds up the glass and goes, they're giving it away! Um, And that's really not funny, objectively. Oh, I see. But just the amount of times he's done it. And the it fact makes that it, funny. Mm-hmm. it annoys me, but then I know it's coming, which makes me giggly. <laughs> so it's become funny. <laughs> the worst time that ever happened to me is someone was telling me a story about a time that they went scuba diving and they took their breathing regulator, is that what it's called? They took it out of their mouth and a tiny fish swam out and it turns out that they'd had this tiny fish in their mouth Fuck the off. whole time. And I said, um, oh, you better hope that fish doesn't do a murder. 
because th it would have their DNA on it. And they looked at me exactly like you're looking <laughs> at me right now. <laughs> because they obviously hadn't got the joke and I was like, oh fuck, now I have to explain my shitty joke. So I said, oh, you know, because the, the fish would have your DNA on it, so then it, you would get done for the murder. And then she went, why would a fish commit a murder? And I was like, oh God. Yeah, you've please, gone around. Can we pretend that this didn't happen? You've gone so, around so many logical houses so there. Bad, so you've bad. gone so far off the logical path. I thought it was quite a good joke. It is. I mean, it's, it's weird. Not, it's, it's a weird comment. And At the that time, makes it I thought funny. it was good, but. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in a point horror book, I'd be the weird girl that sits in the corner. <laughs> can I just clarify? <laughs> if. Does the weird joke. <laughs> <laughs> plotting to murder me right now. I keep like you keep saying do a joke. Do a joke. <laughs> you do a joke. Like, I'm doing do a, a joke. Do a poo. Do a joke. What happened? Oh, I just done a joke. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it I smells. didn't mean to. <laughs> Please excuse my joke. <laughs> Couldn't hold it in. Anyway, um, so he orders this muffin and it's just fucking pervy, like touches her hand mm. and it's horrible and he wants a honey muffin and I imagine him saying like like that I want a honey muffin <laughs> like he could be masturbating yeah exactly under his cup. I want a honey muffin I want a honey muffin and he also we're says we're doing Marty Bellow oh god yeah we are <laughs> Marty stop it he also says something like I like the way that honey looks on your fingers and I'm like so are you sexually attracted to fingers or honey what makes no fucking disgusting. sense disgusting like you want to what? If someone said that to me in my work, I would just walk away from them. I would Nobody has to put up with that shit. Just vomit aggressively no, on them. Absolutely right. not. Anyway. I've done a vomit. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, uh, she go, Trish <clears throat> goes for dinner with her friend Nita, and Nita's twin, Imogene. Jean? Imogene? Im it's like Imogene with, with an E on the end. No, Imogene? Imogene. 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 I'm assuming it's Imogen, but it looks like Imogen. 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 Yeah. I don't Whatever know how you say that. Anyway, so Imogen, can we stop doing this? So Imogen likes books. <sighs> so of course she's got mousy hair and glasses. Do you know what? You can like books and not wear glasses. I know I'm wearing glasses. I'm not. Exactly. Lots of people who read books don't have glasses. Or mousy hair. Lots of people who wear glasses don't like books. Mm-hmm. Why is, what's this connection between um, glasses and books? Because no. if you don't, because if you are short-sighted but you don't want to read, you don't need to see anything? What? <laughs> I don't get it. I like it. This, is the, this is the hill that you're willing to die on. I, there are so many hills in these books. I'm, I can't believe I'm still alive after all these hills on which I'm currently dying. That was quite a tortured metaphor, wasn't it? <laughs> Because it, I don't really understand what the phrase means. Yeah, no, like, me Like, why neither. would we die on a hill? <clears throat> like being, um, what's it called? Crucified. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's what it means. Is that always on a hill? I think I've gone oh, around shit, the Oh, shit, maybe is that what it means? Anyway, I, I don't, don't it. really know. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's why I keep misusing it, because I don't understand what it means. Anyway, so Nita Imogene. Imogene? Imogene. <laughs> like Timothée. <laughs> I was just thinking Timothée. <laughs> what the so fuck? Weird. Anyway, um... Now, I have to say, the dialogue between these three girls is on point. Yes, there I is thought some that. Were you being sarcastic? I thought it was good. I was being sarcastic! <laughs> <laughs> because they have the following exchange. Mexican. And then the other one responds, it's the spice of life. Oh, yeah, that shit. What is that? 
I was being sarcastic. I can't believe you were. No, no, no. Okay. No, let me, let me <laughs> okay. dial back. Let me dial back. Okay. Um, the bit about like, oh yeah, he's the one I really want to go out with. Some guy who sits reading a newspaper with the glasses on. I thought that was good. Yeah, that's they good. Use but the Mexican, it's the spice of life. Yeah. What does that even mean? Is that like a advertising phrase? Is that a phrase? Maybe it was an US? advertising phrase. I don't know. Yeah. Like an advert for a Mexican restaurant or something. I don't know, but it's stupid. It's terrible. Let's not kid. So then we have a bit of uh, excellent plot plopping, I'm going to say. A plop of plot. <laughs> where Imogene Timothée says, Did you know this mall has been renovated like 15 times? Without a plan. It's full of tunnels and secret bits. Plot point. Plot point. And they keep talking about how it's like the first mall. Which, like, ever? I don't, I don't understand what that Surely means. the first mall would have been like Roman. <laughs> Or like the because well, what's a mall? It's just a shopping centre. Just shops, isn't it? It's yeah. just a market. Just, just a, yeah, it's a covered point. market. But this is the first one. I don't even know what that means. Um, so also, Imogene Timothée tells us lots of things are being shoplifted, but not just valuable things. Things like dishes and bedsheets and wine. Do you feel like maybe dishes and wine and bedsheets are going to come up later? Maybe. I think they might. Also. You can get very expensive versions of all those well, things. I know that you could sell for quite a lot of money. Mm. I know. I don't know if you've been in John Lewis, but those sheets are not cheap. No, I know. Mm-hmm. You could sell that shit on eBay. You could. Is that how you make your money? No, I write <laughs> books, honest. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, plot point. Um, so Imogen has Timothy. got her, Timothy has her own crush on Wyatt. Ooh, what a name, Wyatt. Okay. Why, oh, why? His. Oh, I should also mention that Nita seems to speak Italy in italics. So whenever she does an italic, I'm going to shout it because that's how I does hear it in italic. my head. So this is this is Nita <clears throat> describing Wyatt. Look at him, Trish. He's just her type. Five foot, what ten, or maybe six? Whole feet if he stood up straight. Long hair combed back, or is it greased back? <laughs> Jeans with holes. Oh, sorry. Maybe he's trying to be stylish. And a t-shirt with something. Something! (laughs) Written on the front. Wait a minute. Yes? Yes! Okay. Now we know he loves rock music. And the sexiest! Come on, boots. Don't you think so, Trish? Oh, and that denim jacket with the sleeves cut off. The absolute perfect touch. really quite alarming see, that's well see that's how i'm hearing all of her dialogue like her head's about to pop off <laughs> so that's wyatt <laughs> you're right now just didn't see it coming there you go so then nita to get wyatt's attention <laughs> she like full-on rams her chair into him mm. so he like he works at the mall and he's clearing up the trays and she like as he walks past like pushes her chair back and like full-on smacks right into him and then she's like oh sorry and she flutters her eyelashes and pouts at him and i was like you're really fucking it up for us all nita you're really ruining it for all women yes, with that bullshit stop it stop it right now it's not cute i don't really like nita no i like trish well, I like and her now. I don't like her. Timogen. What's to come? <laughs> I mean, I like Timogen <laughs> because she's a nerd. Because you highly relate. I highly relate also. <laughs> yeah. 
she works in the bookshop. Mm. And I really, I think that's partly why I really loved this book as a teenager, because I was like, I want to work in a bookshop in the mall. Although they have her talking like some sort of middle-class, middle-aged woman. I mean, she's got glasses. Oh, she must talk. So, she doesn't use contractions. If you think that's bad, just hold on to your hat that you're not wearing. <laughs> hold on to your hair. Here we go. So Trish, there's a lot of plot to get through. So Trish then gets a note. She's at work at the Muffin Place, Muffin Mania. She gets a note to say that her car is damaged. So she goes to check on it, but it's fine. There's oh. no damage to her car. However, the payphone that's right next to her car starts ringing. She picks up the phone. Don't. Well, she definitely shouldn't because do you want to know what the voice on the phone says? I'm going to say it in the voice that I hear it. I'm eating the muffin. It tastes just like you. <laughs> I sound like I'm doing a poo. Sorry, that was terrible. I'm well, just calm. <laughs> Try doing a sexy voice. I'm eating the muffin. It tastes just like you. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Oh. Also, is he saying that this muffin literally tastes like vagina? Oh. Because I like muffins and I like vagina, but I don't want don't them want to a, overlap. And you also really. don't want a, a blueberry and poppy seed vagina. You no, know? you they, don't. They're not very similar. They shouldn't be. They could both be yeasty, but not in a but n- not in a way that world. you would want. No, no, uh, yeah. So no thanks. Uh, Trish tries to tell the security guard what's happened, but he talks over her. No. He says, "Oh, it's just your boyfriend playing a prank." Why do they all think it's boyfriends playing pranks? Because as we've seen from all the other point horror books, it fucking is boyfriends. Yeah, apparently, we're supposed to find it cute when boys play fucking stupid pranks which is not attractive also he calls her girly and she goes i'm not your girly yeah quite like that yeah trish you can tell Mm -hmm. him also he's so patronizing um she talks about this with i think nita and nita says this amazing line that's so perverted so you think it was the muffin man (laughs) the muffin man (laughs) who lives on jury lane Like, Richie <laughs> must have known what she was doing there. No, Shrek came out way after this. But Muffin Man has been a well, I know. thing for That's a while. True. I know. I'm eating the muffin! <laughs> I live on Drury Lane! <laughs> so anyway, then Trish bumps into Storm. Don't forget Storm. He knows all her shift patterns. Hmm. Suspicious. Blood point. Blood point. So then Trish tries on a dress at the shop where Nita works. Um, also, it's quite lovingly described that she looks at herself in the mirror, but weirdly there's no description. Because as soon as she looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, here's that kind of bad writer thing of she's going to look in the mirror and describe what she looks like. But that doesn't happen. So we actually don't, through the entire book, we don't know anything about what Trish looks like. Oh, that's a very good point. So we know what Nita and Imogen, Timothy, Timogen, we know what Nita and Timogen look like, but we don't know anything about what Trish looks like. Oh, yeah. Don't know, like... What, how is she, what colour is her hair, what race is she, we don't know anything about her. Oh, good point. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't know anything about her. Um, so, creepily, she then feels a cold breeze and she thinks that she can sense somebody looking at her, but there's nobody there. <laughs> Which is kind of creepy in a changing room. Yeah. Um, then she's in the car park with Nita. <laughs> Nita drops her purse and says, oh, all my credit cards. Which I was like, How all old are you? your credit cards. Why have you got more than, why have you got one? 
I've got one now, but I'm 34. I think I I've got only got one. I was like 22, yeah, and I've only got one. I only got one fairly recently, actually. But I'm like, why? Why does a teenager have multiple credit cards? She's gonna That's have a terrible weird. time getting a mortgage. Terrible credit rating. Yeah. Deary me. Um. So anyway, they see Wyatt. Remember Wyatt? Yes. What was it? Nearly six, six foot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was. Um. They see Wyatt at <clears throat> Trish's car doing something suspicious to the car, and he says, "Oh, I thought that was my car." And then she looks around and she's like, well, I don't see any other cars that look like this. And he said, oh, mine must have been stolen then. I guess. And he seems quite calm about it. They're well, not really suspicious of him either. I will say, um, I have done that at Glastonbury. Um, about four years ago, I bought a car and drove it around Europe. And we went to Glastonbury on the way. And I, one night, went back to my car to get something and was like, pulling on the handle and the key wouldn't quite work and pulling on the handle and I'm looking like this in the window Um, and it wasn't my car and there were people in it (laughs) did they think you were trying to kill them I don't know I think they were like fucking oh shit oh my god were they dogging was the light flashing (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's why I went over Um, and I definitely wasn't masturbating onto the window but yeah I was like oh yeah I've done that I've been there I've been that idiot but also if your car was nicked you'd be a bit more bit more upset, but well, clearly his car hasn't been nicked and he's just lying. But they're weirdly unsuspicious of him. Um, So then they give him, they kind of take pity on him, and all three of them go to a place called the All Night Diner. Because everywhere must have a literal name. Yeah. It's like a placeholder name. I'll just call it All Night Diner and then I'll I'll go back and change change it. it And then never went back and changed it. Um, Wyatt is acting well fucking sus. I'm not even kidding. He's just dodgy he says um oh no just drop drop me wherever you're going and then they're like well where are you going and he's like oh you can just drop me wherever you're going i mean what yeah where do you want to go where do you want to go then anyway he keeps looking around him he tells him that he can pick locks he also says the mall at night has thoughts the mall itself the mall the building of the mall has thoughts and while he says this he's doing this he lifted his right hand, dot, 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 touched the fogged glass, dot, 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 made small, slow circles with his fingers. Ew. So, like, <laughs> like <laughs> all your fingers out, I guess, just make, like, what are you doing? I don't know what he's Stop trying to do. Stop that. I don't know. Anyway, even worse, then they're like, okay, well, we're going now. So he says, okay, well, you can just drop me back at the mall. And they say, well, the mall's closed now. And he's like, yeah, I know. So he lives there he lives at the mall oh at this point i was like he must live there live at the mall because why else would he want to drop back there Weird. when it's closed Weird. anyway they're not suspicious of this at all nita said well no nita is nita's like why it's weird and trish says nita only says that he's weird because he doesn't fancy her <laughs> and i've written girl no he's weird yeah he's fucking weird yeah <laughs> trish true. you are far too trusting oh yeah she he's is. extremely weird um, can I tell you my favourite line of the entire book? <laughs> Go on. The parking lot was a black smoky hole around her. Ooh. But it hasn't exploded. No, it's just a black smoky hole. Why are you doing that like it's sexy? I <laughs> just think anus. Oh, what? But like, Why? Would you, would you describe an anus as a black smoky hole? I'm going to get from that now. Shit <laughs> 
Is your are your digestive system not on fire inside? Not currently. Oh, okay. Are you I'm like constantly dowsing? You know, like where they where they light a fire to burn the gas in a cave and then it just burns forever. That's my aim. You're just burning forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking vegans. So much. Farting. I am quite full of gas. So farty. Black okay. smoky hole. Amazing. I don't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought of that. That's a good stripper name. Black smoke. Black smoke. <laughs> anyway, so then Trisha's car breaks down, and uh, she walks through the fog because she's dropped Nita off at this point. So Trisha's car breaks down. She walks through the fog to the mall for help. She walks through the black smoky hall to get some help. The security guard is also very sus. Yeah. She's cut her leg and he keeps wanting to treat it with this mysterious liquid. And I've written in my notes, run, Trish. <laughs> he keeps, like, coming at her with this liquid. Liquid, yeah. Which, no, run away. It's not. No, no thank you. Um, so she knocks... <laughs> I don't even really understand what happens in this scene. She knocks something over and then finds the corpse of a girl in the bin. Yeah. Yeah, and this guy talks with ellipses again. No, like, who else does that? How interesting! You, mm. you shouldn't be here. <laughs> not, not now. You sound like a Dalek. <laughs> the important thing is that that you came, that you found me. Oh, you're making it sound quite sad. I am. It's creepy. I hear him as like a gross sex pest, and you think he's quite pathetic. No, I was going. No, you think he's sex pest. Oh, your sex pest is quite sad. Pathetic. Yeah. I mean, I think they mainly are. I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, So she tells him, and he says, "Oh, okay. Well, the police are on the way, but you have to go because you can't be found here. I'll call you a cab." So she says, "Okay, here's you're a cab." Thanks, Heather Dad Joke Parry. <laughs> That's my full name. Yes. So then she says, oh, okay, you, you can call me a cab. This is my address. My mum's not in, so I'm all alone at this address. Let me repeat the address for you. I'll just tell you what the address is. I'm alone there. Nobody else mom's is there. Not Here's my address. Yeah. You idiot. That is so stupid. You idiot. <sighs> anyway, so the next day, she interrogates the security guard who's a different security guard, Mm -hmm. and she also goes digging around in bins trying to find this corpse. Can I also mention, this is while she's supposed to be at her job. Oh, yeah. And they're they're acting like Bethany is a complete bitch, but I'm like, no wonder Bethany doesn't like you. This is what you're doing. You're getting paid right now, and you're just fucking sauntering around the mall. Get back to Muffin Valley. Get back to... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's how I'm going to describe sex now. Muffin Valley. Go to Muffin Valley. (laughs) That's like, um, I recently read Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. and um, He doesn't go to Muffin Valley. He does not. He goes to Giovanni's Room, which has now become a euphemism for anal sex in our house. Oh, nice. I think he might have taken her to uh, Giovanni's Giovanni's Room. room. (laughs) Mm. Anyway, so I'm not surprised that Bethany doesn't like Trish. I I wouldn't like her either if I was her boss. I don't like Bethany. Do your fucking job. Nah. I'm on Trish's side. No. Trish is meant to be at work and she's sauntering off. But how many muffins about? do you need to sell? Well, that's the other question that I have about this muffin place. There is constantly a huge queue at the muffin shop. Who knew muffins were so popular at 24 hours a day? A huge queue at the muffin shop <laughs> also sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Can't hang out this weekend. There's a, a huge, huge queue, queue at, at the, the muffin, muffin shop. shop. <laughs> I'll be very busy. <laughs> so... Anyway, yeah, I don't know what's so good about these muffins. 
Delicious. Just tastes like Maybe vagina, full, apparently. Full of, like, crack. Maybe. So I, I can know. eat three at a time. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so then she goes with uh, <laughs> Timmy Jean. <laughs> she goes into, like, the storage area that's underneath everything else, um, which is kind of creepy. So they have to get two lifts down, mm. two elevators down there. It's really damp. It's really cold. It's got these low cobwebbed ceilings. It's really claustrophobic. It sounds horrible, actually. I don't want to go there. She bumps, in, bumps into this weird delivery guy, and then she realizes that he's the same person as the Muffin Man. <gasps> And lives on Drury Lane. This, that's on Drury Lane. Well, he lives at her house now because yeah. she's told him where she lives. Um, also, the security guy from last <gasps> night. It's the same guy. Oh my it's God. Michael Jackson with G- Gandalf beard. It's Gandalf <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> so, you shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. She's running away from Gandalf Jackson and she <laughs> she falls down an escalator. I know I shouldn't laugh, but fuck it all. Yeah. She falls down an escalator. Or does she get pushed? So in, in then she's in the hospital because she's fallen down an escalator and she meets this creepy dude who is called Ethan? Athen? Yeah, I thought Ethan, like Nathan like without Nathan. the end. What kind of name's Ethan? I've written here as Ethan. well. Athen. What's with all these fucked up men? Is the mall just a metaphor for the entire heterosexual dating landscape? <laughs> you can try and get out, but it's full of just pits of darkness, full of awful men. Even if you try and run away from a man, you're just going to fall down the escalator. And the literal best you can do there is shopping. Yeah. Shopping or the worst men ever. Yeah. They get so much worse. There's still so much to cover. Fucking hell. So then Ethan is a creep and a half. He comes into her hospital room. He says he's in love with her. He also says he loves the taste of her on his muffin. No. <laughs> I love the taste of you. Wait, wait, should I do my about to come voice? I love the taste of you on my muffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also says he loves how she looks undressed. Fucking oh, yeah. yuck. Mm. Yuck, yuck, yuck. He also says he wants her to love him. And then he threatens her friends. Now, as if you didn't already know this, listeners, if someone says that they love you and the next breath threatens anybody, no thank you. No, no, no. Get out of Run the fuck away. Even if you fall down an escalator, still run away. It's better than being with them. better. So anyway, then Trish stays at her friend's house, the house of, um, I've already forgotten what they're called. Nita. Nita and (laughs) Jemajin. Because they're sisters. They're sisters, they're twins. Yes. So she stays at their house. um, More twins again. Oh, yeah. It's like the fourth set of twins That's true. How weird. It can't be that common. So then um, Trish decides to go to the library because she feels safe there. Which Hard I'm like, relate. feel you. Yeah. Feel you. Me too. It's my favourite place as well. But then she bumps into Storm. Mm. He says that... Um, sorry, she says that she doesn't want to go with him, but he puts her in his car. Um. He physically puts her in his car. And when she says... I said I don't want to go with you. He says, if I let you out, it'll be at your house. If I let you out. She didn't even want to get in the car in the first place. Yep. He is so rapey gross. Yep. I've written... No, thank you. Where's the fucking consent? Nowhere. She drives her out to the woods. It's getting so much worse. because. Oh, so he says all this creepy stuff like, oh, I don't have any friends because I move around a lot. 
I really wish I had a place that I didn't have to leave. Right, so I'm sorry, at this point I think Storm and Wyatt and Gandalf Jackson all live at the mall. Yeah, with some weird little club. They all live in some Ah. little hidden room in the mall, because what else could it be? Yeah, so then he does, he drives her into the woods, he says, I want to show you something that will make you feel good. No! Oh, I don't want to see no, what you've I got, don't. friend. Whatever you've got is not going to make me feel good. It's going to make me feel gross and sad. Make Get away from good. me. <laughs> Blame it on no. the boogie. No. <clears throat> Blame it on him. Blame it on Take the some responsibility for your own actions. Oh. So then, he takes her into the woods. She runs away. Very sensibly. Yeah. He chases her. And then he says this line. What kind of guy do you think I am? Oh, I don't know. One who bundles me into his car and drives me into the fucking middle of nowhere despite my protestations. One who doesn't fucking understand consent. That's what. So of course she's fucking scared of him. You've already clarified that you're going to do the opposite of what she wants you to do and that you don't care whether she consents to it or not. No wonder she's fucking running away from you. What an asshole. Anyway, he gets so much worse. He needs to get shot in the dick. I'm not kidding. He is the worst. So he makes her get back in the car... He think she thinks that he's charming, but <sighs> she seem she genuinely seems to be in shock at this point because she's having no emotional reaction to any of this. I'm like, she's fully in shock because she's just like a mannequin getting pushed around, maybe that's on purpose, doing exactly what he says. It's really disturbing. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even say anymore, I don't want to do this. She just does what he says. She's like really gone to shock, I think. So he takes her to his rape cabin. Oh sorry, I mean romantic cabin definitely not a rape shed god (laughs) why are you saying rape shed it's my romantic cabin it's my cabin cabin. look how romantic it is look isn't it romantic it's lovely um he gets even worse if that were even possible he says here we go he says a shall we say peculiar woman lived there she was really crazy. She was paranoid. She thought a man was coming for her. Oh, but then she disappeared. Yeah, I don't think she was paranoid. No, maybe. I think maybe I think she was did. actually right. And I think maybe it was you. <laughs> this, this lady, she was so paranoid and crazy. Oh, but then she went missing. Probably was nothing to do with the fact she thought a man was following her. And here I am forcing you to be in a car looking at the house. It, yeah, You're paranoid that's, now. That's definitely... What, yeah, why are you worried? What kind of man do you think I am? You're just like her. <sighs> she thought I was going to kill her, and I mean, no, I didn't. She just went missing. Hardcore gaslighting. So Trish says for now about... That was not Rosie. That was, <laughs> that was me. That was my grumpy noise. Mm. Rosie is sitting behind me and normally she makes little humphy humph noises, but that was me. I'm in the humph now. <laughs> Where did that come from? I'm in, I'm the, in, the, humph. I'm in the humph now. <laughs> Be afraid. <laughs> I, I try and say huffy puff. Like if I'm having a bit of a tantrum and I feel a bit stupid, I'm like... Stop having a hefty puff. You're not five. I say tanty. I like tanty. Because it also like, calms like you right down. Yeah, because you don't you don't want to be Stop the type of person that has a tanty, tanty. or a hefty puff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so then Trish says for about the eighth time now that she wants to leave. She doesn't want to be there. So he kisses her. She very sensibly <sighs> hits him. Yep. Which is the only response, really. Yep. To someone kissing you when you've repeatedly told them you you do not want to be there or be around them even no yeah she's not interested anyway finally he's like oh my god 
do, do you not want to be here? Why did you hit me? And she's like, I fucking told you. I fucking told you about 80 times I don't want to be here. Why don't you give me any sign? Why don't you give me any <laughs> indication that you weren't in, into this? Bitches be cray. <laughs> Bitches. Women. Oh my god. They're from, they're from Venus. They make no sense. How can we ever understand why, them or what they want or mean? Why can't they just say what they want? <laughs> anyway. <sighs> so he takes her home. But Wyatt is watching her house. Mm, why fine. might he be doing that? She tells her friends none of this for some fucking reason. Oh, yeah. She doesn't tell them. They're like, oh, how are you? How was your night? And she's like. Oh, fine, nothing happened. Just went to the library. Why Why would you not tell them? Hmm, good point. It's, what? Because okay. the plot. Because that's plot. Because plot reason. Anyway, this is where it starts to fall apart. At this point, I was like, this is actually pretty good and creepy. Because like, this feels real, right? Mm. I feel like a lot of the point horrors, they're not really scary because you're like, this wouldn't happen. Like, yeah. you wouldn't go to a writing residency in the woods and then there's a woman in a veil that talks in rhyme and fucking bollocks or do you know what I mean you're like this wouldn't happen whereas this thing about just a bunch of guys are obsessed with you and like follow you around mm. at work and don't listen to you when you tell them to go away don't that could boundaries. happen yeah. yeah that could really happen and I feel like for a lot of women particularly teenagers people don't listen to teenagers they don't no. listen to teenage girls and if a teenage girl's like I don't this guy's following me around I feel like particularly in the 90s hopefully not so much now some people would be like, oh, he must like you. Yeah, for and you're sure. Like, well, I don't like him, though. Yep. No, I get you. I, yeah, so I also was like, it's pretty oh, disturbing. This is actually, quite horrible. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so then she's back at work. She gets stuck in a lift and she finds the dead body of Bethany. I thought that was really good. Her boss. Why? Well, no. <laughs> I thought, Why did you think that was good? The bit where like Bethany's body is like hanging in front of the That's pretty scary. And it's like Ugh. She's like on she's on like the roof the of the roof. lift, isn't she? Like yeah. hanging down. That's pretty scary. And then she's like they have to go past her like mm. corpse to get out of there. But I thought that was really good. That is pretty creepy, actually. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um so then I don't know, Trish really I feel like she's still in shock from fucking rapey storm. Yep. Wanker. Rapey Storm Rapey Oh, I fucking hate him. He's what a great wrestler worst. name. <laughs> Rapey. He would have to be a heel. <laughs> Rapey Storm Rapey Stormwinker. So then Trish passes out in this lift, in this elevator. So then she comes to, but the mall is just completely empty. It's closed for the night. There's nobody there. And I actually think that's really creepy. It is, This yeah. concept of like, wandering around a mall and it's just completely empty nobody there mm-hmm. i really like that it's really scary because then you get all the glass of the windows yeah. and the reflections you see in them all the time yeah and really like good. i really don't like mannequins either so i feel like if i was alone in a mall and i was walking around i would keep thinking that the mannequins were, were people. real or mm-hmm. were moving it would be horrible i also i really like that i don't generally like kind of apocalyptic stories but I do think it's always good when the setting is somewhere that's usually really busy. Which like is why... an airport or something. Uh, is it uh, Dawn of the Dead that's in the mall? Mm-hmm. And while we're on the subject, can I also just re- recommend the movie Chopping Mall? Which I recommended <laughs> on our Twitter name. a couple of weeks ago. If you love mall-based things. Um, it's, it's from the 80s, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's really bad good. Um, and it's about they get like a new security system, um, but it's these like robots, and then they go rogue, mm. and it's so shit, but it's so good. 
That sounds ace. Yeah. Maybe watch that and then read this read book. Read this, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then she's kind of wandering around this empty mall and she goes to the clothing shop where Nita works. And then she goes into this changing room. Remember, she thought someone was watching her in the changing room. So she, in the cubicle, she sees that the back wall is missing. <gasps> and then Wyatt appears. <gasps> Remember Wyatt with his yeah. cut-off sleeve jacket thing. So she's like, fuck, Wyatt! So she throws paperweights at him. Don't, don't really know why the clothing shop has got paperweights in it. Whatever, I don't really care. I actually did think that at the time. I thought, oh, they must have moved and I've missed it. Apparently, no, apparently not, but I don't really care. Good Wyatt, weapon, though. He deserves to get things thrown at him, he's a creep. Good weapon. Yeah, good weapon. So she throws paperweights at Wyatt, and then she crawls into this wall, which, okay, I don't know if that's I'm the best idea, but hole, whatever, yeah. she just panics. So then she finds that it's a two-way mirror. <gasps> so somebody was watching her try the dress on. Bah. Yuck. Bah. So then she carries on. Um, she finds the horrifying spiderweb room. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets through that, and then she finds the horrifying mannequin room. Full of mannequins. Yeah. And then finally, she finds the horror... I've just written horrifying horror room. <laughs> Which consists of a bed with, remember the sheets? Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun, plot point. So the, a white dress lying on a bed and a dining table that's all laid for a meal, including a wedding cake. Can I, can I just read the mannequin bit? Please do. I don't like mannequins. I didn't like that bit. As Trish turned her head, a slow, cold numbness crept over her. The room was full, full of mannequins. Does it say that? No, it's a... Um, is it's Nita a, saying it? It's a, yeah, she is. Full <laughs> of mannequins. Some male, some female, in various stages of dress and undress. Some without limbs, without hair, some without heads. Some clustered in groups, as if they'd been interrupted from some private conversation at her intrusion, while others stood all by themselves and watched their comrades, the walls, her... I don't know. See, Great. I don't like spiders or mannequins, so I actually found that pretty creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy melodrama. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it. So then, I didn't really like it from this point on, I have to say. No, I feel like this really is shit. when it falls yeah. apart. It was pretty creepy up to this point, mm-hmm. which is quite good. Yep. Most of the book is quite creepy. So then, her stalker, <gasps> who it's revealed was behind everything. Stalker! Don't, we don't know who it is. Stalker! <laughs> we don't know who it is yet. Her stalker says, I've waited for you my whole life. Your beauty, your sweetness. He drew a long, shaky breath. <laughs> your love. <laughs> the long, shaky breath. I was like, oh, mate. Anyway, so who is Just he? come. <laughs> Who's the stalker? Is it Wyatt? Is it Storm? Is it Aethon? Yes, it is. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. So it turns out, it's pointed out to us, but it's Aethon... But he's been in disguise, which we already fucking know. <laughs> do you mean... Wait, Guido Jr., do you, do you mean Did, that... Were you the security the guard in the, in the mall? was the security guard. But, Guido Jr., were you the man? Were you the muffin yes, man? Yes, I was, yes. I was. I had my beard <laughs> on. Yes, that was me. Were you Gandalf Jackson? Yes, I, that was me. That was fucking me. I just told you it was me. I think you mean, yee Shaman, it was me. Shaman, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he says, "'Twas I. I killed Bethany and Frida. Bet you forgot about Frida. Oh, yeah, totally yeah, forgot about her. When I found that, I was like, who the fuck's Frida? Frida. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, yeah, I remember Frida from the start. Um, uh, but it's okay, because he 
will give her immortality. To which I've written, what? How? How? Is he a vampire? I don't, I don't know. Why will he give her immortality? I don't know. Is he, is he, does he mean Timothy? <laughs> I will give you some Timothy. <laughs> I will give you Im- immortality. Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all the shampoo you can ever wish for. Here you become my wife. Horrifying spiderweb room. Horrifying mannequin room. Timothy room. Shampoo room. <laughs> A bath of Timothy. Think of how smooth you'll be. So smooth. So calm. Oh, God. So cool. <laughs> so anyway, at this point, she's still processing. She doesn't turn... I just feel like if I was in this situation, I'd be like, what do you mean immortality? Yeah, what, what are you talking how? about? Are you a vampire? What Tell me more. About? Tell me more. <laughs> you got a portrait in the attic? What's happening? So then, here we go. Remember Wyatt and Storm? Mm. They come into the room. It turns out they are incompetent cops. Oh, the best kind. Right? <laughs> so they are undercover cops who are, like, joke cops, I think. Because at this point, Wyatt shoots himself. Yeah. Wyatt shoots himself. Yeah. Accidentally. Mm. So they've rushed in being like, it's okay, Trish, we've come to save you. And then he shoots himself in... The leg, I think? Yeah. And, um, and then they kill Ethan. No, we're not even there yet. Oh. There's more shit before that. It goes real weird comedy <sighs> duo. It gets weird, it doesn't it? kills Because it goes from, like, actual creepy to just, like, These two farce. bumbling idiots. So then Storm says, come on, Trish, walk towards me. And she's too scared, which I was like, oh, fucking hell, Trish. Yeah, come, come on, Trish. Come on. Get your shit together. So then <laughs> it turns out in a moment of horror comedy, Ethan is pretending to be a mannequin. Oh, of course he is. I'm a mannequin! (laughs) (laughs) I can't move! So then he, like, leaps on Trish and he strangles her, but she faints. But before she faints, she manages to shine her torch in his eyes. And I was like, Trish, come the fuck Oh, well, shine her torch at him so they know to shoot him. Was that what the yeah, point so was? Yeah, so she goes like, oh, Which and then they like, can see can you him. Can hit him with the torch, though? Yeah, that would be better. That would be better, because it gets worse, because what happens is, by the time she comes to, Wyatt is giving her mouth-to-mouth, but actually kissing her. <sighs> what the fuck? These guys so, go to fucking jail. So what's happened here is that two cops have forced themselves on a teenage girl. An unconscious teenage girl. Well, one in the woods and one unconscious. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I wish this yeah, was so a comment. Yeah, one cop has driven a teenage girl into the middle of nowhere and told her a story about a woman who lived here who was stalked and killed. And then sexually assaulted and her. And then sexually assaulted her and then being surprised that she doesn't fuck She's not him. into it. Yeah. And then another one has sexually assaulted her. When she's when unconscious. She's unconscious. Which, can we just say, the big C word, consent. Yeah. I wish this was a comment about undercover cops assaulting women, which hasn't actually happened. Yes. But it isn't. It isn't. It's just uncritical. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Fucking hell. So, Ethan's dead. Um, Her torch distracted him, and so they shot him. And it's said that Wyatt shot... They're like, Wyatt, you're rubbish. You shot several times before you hit him. So, just to clarify... They're in a dark room, no lights apart from this torch, with four people in it, and he's just randomly shooting. Yeah. He's just shooting into the dark with four people in the room. 
these are, I can't, they can't really be cops. They can't be. We would all be dead if all cops yeah. were like this. <laughs> I know some cops are incompetent, but they can't all be. We'd all be dead. And they're too nonchalant about everything. What? It's like some sort of like weird comedy but like It is. It's like a buddy cop. It becomes like a buddy cop show. Right? But like you've just killed a guy what? and he was a murderer. And he was trying to get the murder the girl who you... Oh, maybe by immortality you meant he'd turn her into a mar- mannequin. Maybe. I don't... I mean, that's not, they're not alive. No, they're not. I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, anyway yeah. but it's okay, Heather, because um, Wyatt and Storm say, oh, listen, we were only being weird and, and rapey um, to get you to open up. Oh, that's Which, fine, then. Number one, why do you need her to open up? She doesn't know anything. She doesn't no. know who it is. So what's the point of that? And also, number two, why would being rapey make her open up to you. Yeah. Why would you tell someone something because they've threatened you? Oh, that really made what me the fuck? shiver then. Like, oh. They are the worst. Anyway, so they all leave, but then at the end, Trish thinks she sees a mannequin moon. <gasps> Probably did. Dun, dun, dun. I reckon. So we're ready for the mall too, which I don't think exists. Oh, well, that's quite disappointing because it's quite a good book apart from the end. Do you know what? I feel like someone else wrote the end because mm. the end is just shit it's a piece of shit it is really rubbish but it's creepy until then do you know what i think i think someone's told the editors of the point horror series that you can never end on a scary note because it's too scary for kids which is why you always get robots dying quipping and you always get some weird fucking comedy scene at the end you have to like lighten it up at the end yeah like they might have nightmares if they but then i just feel like it makes it even creepier because you're like there's really traumatic things just happened and we're all like manically giggling yeah disturbing it's good apart from the end yeah okay anyway so stupid names i have to say i don't think well storm storm reynolds stupid name i also have to say names like frida and imogen very middle class it is very yeah like more so than we don't normally get these kind of middle class names in point horrors they're about 70s as well frida and imogen no i think imogen i think frida and imogen right now are two of the trendiest kids names you can have that is true 20 years ago not so much no that's true that's true. Um, American things. I mean, the concept of a food mall. court in a mall. I mean, I, we have that. Well, I know, but we we nicked it from it Americans. That. Yeah. And also, like when I was growing up, there was a shopping centre which had food in it. But yeah. It wasn't the same as a food court at in a, a mall. mall. That is true. Yeah. It was some, somehow like more exciting and glamorous. You know, <laughs> I don't know why. And then, of course. It's very nineties because a lot of the plot rests on a payphone or and a car phone. Someone has a car, yeah, phone. car phone. Amazing. And also those cassette tapes in the In the car. glove compartment, yeah. 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 And also, uh, the one who works in a clothing store, Nita, says all of our clothes are coded to beep at the door. Yeah, like a security tag. Yeah, but coded. I know, that's weird. They're not tag, coded. Like the clothes coded. themselves are coded. I was like, what does that even mean? Okay, do we have a too stupid to love heroine? Uh, wait, wait, wait. How have you gone oh. over the fashion? Oh, there isn't any, is Which there? is the white dress. Oh, yeah. But see, white... I thought that sounded quite... White satin and lace, like a gauzy cloud <laughs> with delicate trimmings nice. of ribbons and velvet. I think it sounds nice. No? You always think the fashion in this sounds nice. <laughs> I know, I just want to dress like a point horror. <laughs> <laughs> okay, too stupid to live heroin. I mean, she just needs to get away from these rapey, incompetent guys. And she does... She feels um, like there's a danger around her, and there is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So she's right, actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she's she's stupid. Do we have a sexy sociopath? I've written, Storm is 100% not okay. Yeah, he's not sexy. He is not okay. 
But he's not meant to be a sociopath. But he is. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. Death Toll? Three. Oh, three. Well, we've got Bethany, Bethany. Frida, and Ethan. Oh, yeah, Ethan. I missed Ethan, if he's, Unless he's not really dead at the end. Which they seem you really could. unbothered by. They're like, let's just leave. We'll just leave him Leave here. him, yeah. I'm let's sure he'll be fine. Let's not worry about it. Just shot him out. Yeah, okay, fine. Queer subtext? Poor, I don't think so. No, no, no. No. Shame. No. Um, is it good, though? I think it is. <laughs> well, so I've written... I thought it was really rapey and claustrophobic yeah like the setting is really claustrophobic even when she goes outside it's like misty and dark, dark it's always and night close. when she goes outside it's like really claustrophobic and all the guys are really rapey and gross so yeah. i actually thought it was i mean let's forget about the ending because the ending's a piece of shit but until then Very i think good. it's quite good and scary i liked it and i think and most people think it was good yeah from their youth i what do you think four yeah. I think four. Yeah, I don't know I if I've given it, anyone actually. a four yet. I will. I think we gave um we, we gave get... some Caroline B. Cooney's in series mm. one. She okay. got some fours, I think. I think a four. I mean we're talking like point horror scale. Yeah. We're not talking like genuine good book scale. I'd give it a four. Yeah, maybe four and a half even. Good bad? The end for sure is well, is it good bad or is it just bad? Disappointing, rubbish, kills the tension, tedious, not funny. Okay, then let's give it a two for good bad. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say. I thought it was quite good, though. Yeah, I really did enjoy it. It was one of the it. better ones, I thought. It was good fun. Um, and if you reread it for our Read Along with Teenage Scream, um, <laughs> do get in touch and tell us what you thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can they do that, Kirsty? Well, you can join us on our social media. On Twitter, we are at Teenage Scream underscore. And on Instagram, we are Teenage Scream pod. Um... That's true, they can. Yeah. They, can. I they just, can. I sounded like it's I was going to disagree. <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. No, no, Please you don't mustn't. get in touch. No, please do tell us what you thought. Um, and also, if you can't get enough Teenage Scream, uh, you could? can... Who, who could? I mean, who, once a week is not enough. With quality content such as this, you really need at least one more hour a month. Yeah. Would and you... if you really missed us over September, you didn't need to miss us. You could have had us with you over September also. And you could yes. have done that by... Mm-hmm going on to our Patreon, which is um, patreon.com slash Teenage Screen Podcast, um, and joining our Patreon community. And you can give us anything you want um, towards the running of the podcast, uh, which is always free for you guys. Mm -hmm. Or for $5 a month, you can be one of our meatloaves Mm -hmm. and you can get an additional hour. Actually, it's more like an hour and a half. Yeah, we we do waffle a bit We babble on a bit. Mm -hmm. There's usually more gin involved. Yeah, and we're usually going over such brilliant... Point horror adjacent books as Christopher Pike and Nicholas Pine and other people with similar names. Oh god, how we hated them. Oh my word. Mm. What are we doing next episode, Kirsty? I have forgotten. You well, can tell us. Job. I've got it written down here. <laughs> We're doing another one that's been in fact they've all been requested. Oh yes, they have. Series. In fact, season two is just listener requests. Because we love mm-hmm. you. Um next we're back with Bobbert Stein. Oh god. We're doing Do we the hitchhiker. To? Oh God, Bobbit! Bobbit, why, why, why will you? Is somebody going to smell like cinnamon? Is somebody going to have white blonde hair? Is there going to be a mop mistaken for a corpse and a cap? Let's see. Definitely, we will find out next week, and we can't wait until then. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Bye.